0: Well, there you have it. The first mandate for vaccinations. Now, not really a big surprise that it comes from the cruise lines, but passengers and crew mandated that you will have vaccinations. And I'm pretty sure that they had talked about making it uh, being, testing negative, too. So it doesn't say that in here, but according to this, American Queen Steamboat Company and Victory Cruise Lines are the first in the U.S. to mandate a coronavirus vaccine for passengers and crew before setting sail this summer. Goes into effect, this new company policy comes into effect July 1st all righty it's f- of course for the health and safety of the guests crew members and partners as we as we make sure that their safety and health remain our top priority yes i know so the immunization requirement also applies to shipboard and non-shipboard employees across The AQSC and the VCL fleets. All right. So if you think that's not going to have a domino effect on other companies mandating the vaccine, think again. Because we told you, and I say we, we as in uh, myself here on Chewing the Fat, uh, myself and Pat Gray on Pat Unleashed, that sure – It's not going to be mandated from the government yet, but companies will definitely mandate it. Uh, We still have companies saying that they are not mandating it, but they're making it possible for their employees to take time off and get the vaccination. So they, they want you to know that they are for it, but they're not mandating it yet. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So, how much would you eat? Uh, I should just stop the question right there. How much would you eat to save 46 bucks? According to this, four men recently ate 66 pounds of oranges in approximately 30 minutes. So this happened in China another story out of china that i'm not sure i believe but i mean i believe it more than wang getting anally probed but these four men apparently were told that you're going to be flying back to your home this was in china they were uh, trying to avoid paying extra airline fees they were at the uh, Kunming airport And they were flying uh, home from a business trip in the Yunnan province. And according to this, they wanted to save money, which equaled 301, which is about 46 bucks. And so we just stood there and ate the whole thing up. It took about 20 to 30 minutes. Said Wayne, oh my gosh, the story is not real. It's not, I don't believe it. No it's another wang oh my gosh so it's said here according where where does it say his name orange you okay glad chinese airport four men recently gobbled 66 pounds uh the group identified as co-workers decided to consume the oranges after learning it would cost 300 won about 46 bucks to transport the oranges back home we just stood there and ate the whole thing up uh said wang one of the travelers okay so uh, maybe the last name wang is like smith here in the u.s but every one of these stories coming out of china now are being reported on from you know, one of the co-workers named Wang. All right. And then he talks about how the citrus left painful sores in their mouths. No. Uh, now I don't believe the story. <laughs> There's no way. I'm sorry. It's just not true. We're just printing stories online now, and they're just made up. All right, let's talk about something that is for real and that is brooker's founding flavors ice cream (laughs) i know it is for real and it is tremendous brooker's founding flavors ice cream is uh you know let's just call it the fusion of homemade super premium ice cream and early american history it's Made with the kind of care and high-end ingredients that you just don't get when you go to the grocery store. See, that's the thing. Uh, when you go to BrookersIceCream.com, you're going to see the ice cream, and it doesn't do it justice. When you oh, have ice cream at the, from the grocery store, I see a pint of ice cream at the grocery store, and I think, no, I mean, I can. that's a piece of cake. That's a snack. Uh, that's a snack. One pint is a snack. Where a pint from Brooker's is not like the pint from the grocery store. It is not 50% air. It's made hand packed and made with the world's best ingredients. So you're not eating the entire pint well most people aren't and thinking i could eat a half a dozen more of these because it just is a different kind of ice cream it's so good and so enjoyable go to brookersicecream.com you can click on the ship nationwide tab and you can get it delivered you know wherever you live every flavor is themed around our founding fathers and founding mothers from franklin's black raspberry republic if you can keep it to Patrick Henry's give me chocolate or give me death. If you're going to be uh if you're going to be enjoying spoonfuls of super premium quality flavor ice cream, don't forget about Marie Antoinette's let them eat red velvet cake. It's the flavor that they put out for Valentine's Day. You still have time to order it and have it delivered by valentine's day you can click on the ship nationwide tab like i said when you go to brookersicecream.com and you can place your order and then you pick a day that you want it delivered on now you're going to need to have it ordered by the 10th all right so if you're listening to this show live today on the 4th of february 2021 you have six days to get to it and get that order in. Now, of course, you can order after the 10th, but it just won't be for Valentine's Day. And it's it's important to get that order in if you want to use it as a Valentine's Day gift. And it is a Valentine's Day gift that is world-class. Brookersicecream.com. Brookersicecream.com. Click on that Ship Nationwide tab, get your order in, Pick your date and delivery, and let's get it to your house. And then you can email me, chewingthefatattheblaze.com, and let me know how you like it because I am in love with it. So, brookersicecream.com. brookersicecream.com. You know what? I'm not even going to concern myself with uh, that Ship Nationwide tab. Just go to the website, and you'll figure it out. It says Ship Nationwide right there. And it's nice and easy. No problem. Okay? All right. Good. <laughs> com. All right so we know that uh, the Golden Globe nominations uh were at, are now out. We know that uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are going to return as the hosts of the Golden Globes for the fourth time later this month. And it was just so darn good last year. It's just going to be that much better this year for the 78th annual Golden Globe Awards. And it's going to be great. And Netflix led in both television and film nominations, including the drama Mank, which led with six nods. The Trial of the Chicago 7 followed with five nominations. Huh. Interesting. It's going to be a, uh, uh, a virtual event, or in some fashion, anyway. On February 28th. On NBC, Sunday night on NBC, going up against The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead comes back on February 28th. Wow. So uh, we'll be, uh, we'll be uh, I'll watch some of maybe the beginning of this, but uh, once Dead starts, uh, I'm over on AMC and uh, we're watching uh, Walking Dead. They're back, and so we'll, you know, talking Walking Dead will be back as well with Jason and uh, Maximus. So the TV pioneer, Norman Lear, will receive the Carol Burnett Award for his lifetime of achievement. Actress Jane Fonda will be presented with the Cecil B. DeMille Award for her outstanding contributions to the industry. Really? Has Jane Fonda really given outstanding contributions to the industry i guess we'll we'll find out won't we i mean i know that she hates the country i know that she said i guess that it's a mistake that she thinks it was a mistake or she went about it wrong whatever her quote is back during the vietnam war if you know anyone that was that's uh alive and was in the vietnam war they can't stand her and i'm right there with them uh, she is agonizing. Anyway, uh, we have uh, some of the best performances for an actor in a television series: John, Don Cheadle for Black Monday, Nicholas Holt, the Great, Eugene Levy and Schitt's Creek, Jason Sudeikis Ted Lasso, and Rami Yosef and Rami. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, best performance by an actress in a television series, musical or comedy: uh, Lily Collins, Emily in Paris uh kaylee kooko the flight attendant that was actually okay it wasn't bad and she was she was okay in it uh ellie fanning the great jane Levy, zoe's extraordinary playlist Catherine o'hara and schitt's creek is that, i mean it's going to be a schitt's creek extravaganza again best performance by an actor in a television series jason bateman ozark josh o'connor the crown bob odenkirk better call Saul, so. al pacino hunters matthew rise perry mason all of those are really good uh pacino was okay in hunters that was a fun watch uh a little different uh matthew rise perry mason was awesome he might get it uh but unless they go for the crown because the crown is in the best performance by an actress as well and so, you know, they might get it because you've got Olivia Coleman with the crown, Jodie Comer killing Eve, Emma Cornyn with the crown, uh, Laura Linney Ozark, and Sarah Paulson with Ratchet, which she was, I mean, Ratchet was okay. Uh, she was she was great in it. But Matthew Ryzen and it was Perry Mason. I, I love that series. It was really, but Ozark, I mean, Jason Bateman, I mean, that guy, could, you could just give him the award and everybody'd be happy. No doubt about that. And, you know, on and on and on. Are they, are, you know, best performance by an actress in a limited series or motion picture made for television? Kate Blanchett, Mrs. America. Daisy Edgar-Jones, Normal People. Shira Haas, Unorthodoxed. Nicole Kidman, The Undoing. She was really good in that. Anna Taylor-Joy, The Queen's Gambit. I bet you they'll give it to her. Uh, she was great in The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Um, although Nicole was great it'd be it'd be tough to beat out Nicole but Anna Taylor-Joy probably will do it because the Queen's Gambit was a was a, a you know a little under the radar hit on Netflix that everybody loved so best television series drama The Crown Lovecraft Country The Mandalorian Ozark Ratchet. Eh, okay uh, you know Ozark probably deserves it, but The Crown is probably going to get it. I know uh, earlier today on Pat Unleashed uh, uh, here on the uh, Blaze Network, uh, we talked about how he wanted The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian was was has been a great series, but best television series drama? No, no. Up against The Crown and Ozark? No. Even Ratchet wasn't that great, and that was you know better than the mandalorian i would well maybe not no not better than the mandalorian never mind <laughs> ratchet was not better than the mandalorian uh there's no doubt about that anyway those are some of the uh, some of the roles and, and uh, it looks like it's probably going to be the crown and schitt's creek ozark's got a bunch in here but they usually you know get axed because bateman is just jason bateman he's great Best television series, musical or comedy, Emily in Paris, The Flight Attendant, Schitt's Creek, The Great, Ted Lasso. I mean, it's probably going to go to Schitt's Creek, right? Of course it is. Uh, Best motion picture, musical or comedy, Barat, subsequent movie film, no. I refuse to give an award to him. Hamilton, I think we give it to Hamilton. We're already done, right? Music, Palm Springs, The Prom, we just give it to Hamilton and move on. Uh, best motion picture musical comedy he's got to go to hamilton that was really good and my daughter has done nothing but drive that play and that musical into my head i mean every song uh, a thousand times and they're really good it's been, it was really fun watch i enjoyed the heck out of watching it, and i, and I do enjoy the songs and the performance of hamilton was it was really good so you know i'm kind of hooked on that another musical that i'm hooked on thanks to my daughter is one called six i may have talked about it before but uh if you have an opportunity to just the the music alone in six is great so i'm kind of hooked on that because my daughter's been playing that for the past year in my head during lockdown has been nothing but six in my head Ugh. all right uh, best actor in a motion picture drama Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Who do you think they're going to give it to? Anybody else listed in here? Who do you think they're going to give it to? Ah, uh, yes, they'll give it to Chadwick Boseman. Uh, yes, no problem. He wins. Uh, Riz Ahmad, The Sound of Metal. Anthony Hopkins, The Father. Gary Oldman, Mank. Uh, to be around, the, uh, the Maritanian. No, sorry, it goes to Chadwick Boseman. That's just the way it is. Uh, Best Actress in a Motion Picture. Viola Davis, Mauraine's Black Bottom, uh, Andrea Day, The United States versus Billie Holiday. You know, I haven't seen that, and I just saw a promo for that, and it looks really good, and I'm really disappointed that I haven't seen that yet. Uh, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand, uh, Nomad Land. Frances McDormand is. I mean, she's just awesome, Carrie Mulligan, promising young woman. Uh, probably go to it'll probably be Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, uh, a sweep, right? Chadwick Boseman, Viola Davis, and she'll of course give a big Chadwick Boseman speech. So it'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll let you know when Lin-Manuel Miranda gets the best actor in a motion picture musical or comedy for Hamilton. Uh, you know, if they give Hamilton the best. The best picture or musical, whatever it is that we talked about uh then Lynn doesn't win right They give it to uh uh Cohen is it, is it, he's nominated for the best actor in a motion picture Sasa Baron Cohen are you kidding me? that guy no, i say no okay we're that we're done we're done Sasaber Cohen's in here twice twice with the golden globes uh i say uh no happy birthday to hunter biden if you're listening live today is the 4th of february as i said a little earlier 2021 and happy birthday to hunter biden who turns 51 today congratulations i know that hunter is had a you know struggled for many years of his life but while, uh, you know, dad just told him stay under the radar and, you know, everything will be fine, especially before I get into the presidency. And now that he, dad is the president, you know, we can start coming out a little bit. Well, now we know that uh, he inked a secret deal, a tell-all memoir about his famous family and his battle with substance abuse. And he's going to uh, the hush-hush contract with gallery books with uh, from Simon and Schuster. Oh, so the book is to be titled Beautiful Things. <laughs> it's coming out in April, according to this. Wow. According to Hunter, he comes from a family forged by tragedies and bound by remarkable, unbreakable love. Well, yes. I mean, that's a snippet released by gallery so man can't wait for that it will be an interesting read to see if he actually breaks down his drug life i mean sure is he going to talk about how his drugs you know helped him divorce the one the one lady kathleen uh you know they just have three kids and uh couldn't help Smoke crack, that's all, and then he went on his smoking crack binge, in fact, I believe he's still going on his crack binges every now and then out in l a where he rents a separate house and goes to party when he and the wife uh are fighting with their new baby by the way, and don't forget he has the baby from the strip club uh in I think she was in Ohio, but she lives in Arkansas now, of which he is the baby daddy so we'll see if he talks about that in the book actually the title i was thinking the title should probably be you know something like um uh i'm never as good as beau uh dad always wished we were beau uh will never be something like that something along those lines but i know now we talked about where he's into his artwork too and i love the justifications that allow these People like Hunter Biden and Kamala Harris' so daughter. You know, we talked about her daughter getting the uh, modeling career, the justification from uh, Ivan Bart, the president of IMG Models. Uh, she just communicates this moment in time. There's a cheekiness and a joy she exudes. Oh, so is she model worthy? I saw her at the inauguration and I thought, wow, she's communicating fashion. <laughs> oh, okay. So we're going to give her a contract. Yes, of course we are. Of course we are. And of course, Hunter gets the book deal, which was a hush-hush deal because we wouldn't want that coming out prior to the election. Right? Of course not. But we did. We do know that, you know, of course, after his election and his struggles because the art that he's been doing is literally uh helped him in his battles with addiction to drugs and alcohol and according to new york art critic anthony hayden Guest, if i didn't know who it was and i saw it for the first time i would think it was pretty interesting stuff he's got talent well that doesn't make it good uh, you could say that about a thousand people or more. Yeah, you know, he's that's pretty interesting stuff. You've you've got some talent there. Maybe you need to work a little on that. But his paintings featuring pastel births of flowers and other shapes made with layers of alcohol ink that he blows with a metallic straw into Japanese yupo paper, a smooth synthetic material made from recycled paper so he's using alcohol ink and using a metal straw to blow (laughs) come on now i'm supposed to believe that that's what the alcohol and the straws are for right but anyway happy birthday happy birthday hunter and congratulations on your art Deal because I know you got a big show coming up, and congratulations on your book deal. We'll see if we have an actual inside story of I'm Not Bo. That's the title of the book, Hunter. I'm Not Bo. All right, let's go to the break room. I'm Not Bo. I need something cold to drink. He'll probably. I can't, really, I can't wait for the book. And I'm going to try to get an interview with him. There's not a chance, not a chance he talks to me or anyone at this network. But I would love to interview Hunter on his beautiful things and talk about his struggles and how he's getting his life back together. I mean, maybe he is, good for him. I mean, I I hope he is. I hope he is, but I will ask him. Did you ever think about, titling the book I'm not bo <laughs> I guarantee you he hangs up when I ask him that question and maybe that's why you know I really try I reached out to the one guy who's covering the uh mafia trial in Italy one of the people and he is uh, lives in London and he's works for NBC News and I reached out to him and I thought hey you know you're covering the mafia trial in Italy I'd love it I've talked about it I want to talk to you and his response was yeah I don't think the powers that be would let that happen so I took that as no way uh, NBC is talking to the blaze so I'll take a shot and try to get try to talk to Hunter and interview him cuz he's got to go on a book tour now maybe he only does you know a few interviews here and there but uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna try for that. If I want to talk to Hunter Biden on chewing the fat about his new book, I'm not Bo. I mean, beautiful things. Anyway, we're in the break room, so let me remind you to uh, subscribe to the podcast if you're listening to this show right now and you're not a subscriber to the podcast. Subscribe, whatever platform you want, you choose. Could be iTunes, could be iHeartRadio, could be Stitcher, could be Spotify, just to name a few, but you choose, there's a plethora of platforms out there, and then you subscribe to Chewing the Fat, okay? All right, it's just that easy. I don't know, you know, people try to make it so difficult, but it's not really difficult. I mean, all you have to do is choose a platform and then search for Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher, when it comes up, you hit subscribe, (laughs) right and then you know you're good to go and so you can you know you don't have to try to ask your friends hey uh, uh, i know you subscribed to in the fat let me listen no you can do it yourself and you can you could be an independent person and subscribe and listen all by yourself who's a good little podcast subscriber and listener you are I can't get, I have, we, I have got to talk to Hunter Biden. That's all I'm thinking about now. That's where I'm at right now. I want to talk to Hunter Biden about his new book, Beautiful Things. Now again, I'm not going to bet any money that he talks to us here at Chewing the Fat Butt. We are going to try. I promise you that. And I'll let you know the outcome of what happens. Um, Also, we got the news today. Is there nobody fighting anymore? The parlor social media platform, the CEO, John Meds, gone. He gets voted off the board. Come on. You know, we just talked yesterday when I talked about following me on social media and I talked about, you know, follow me on Twitter, at JeffyJFR and Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio and Parlor is Jeff Fisher Radio, but there is no Parlor. but if it comes back, then, you know, it's Jeff Fisher Radio. I mean, and now they've kicked this guy off. He's the guy. He was the one that was fighting for it and saying they were going to come back and saying that what kind of free speech platform he'd created and now he's gone so either he creates something else and tries to pick up the fight again or he just goes away and parlor comes back as a little twitter and we just that's where you're at with parlor it just becomes a little twitter and uh you know maybe at some point twitter says eh, we're just gonna buy it and so if you're on parlor you can stay on Parlor, but it's owned by Twitter. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Or they just leave it be. And they just say, look, be happy that we let you exist. Okay? So take whatever little advertising dollars you can get, but you start making sure that people are monitored and not saying what they want to say and having the conversations they want to have on your platform, unless it's, you know, under the guise of our same policies here at Twitter and Facebook and Amazon and Google. Oh, okay, no problem. And I have a feeling that's what's gonna happen, so I feel like they've given in, they've lost the fight. They decided that the fight is over and they threw in the towel and good luck god bless but john was not going to have anything to do with throwing in the towel so they booted him off the board and now they'll get back to uh get back to their social media platform without their free speech driven space they'll try to sell it as it's well we're still the same thing we just wanted to part ways with john oh Okay. Sure. I believe you. Oh no. Oh no. There's a challenge on TikTok, the Silhouette Challenge. Um originally created as a way to empower the female body. Oh no, it's called the TikTok Silhouette Challenge. But now now it's being discouraged. We can't have it because get this. And I know it's gonna be hard to believe. But the trend is being used by men to gawk at naked women. (laughs) Wait, what? Yes. So the original trend entails placing a red filter over a clip of oneself gyrating naked or semi-nude so it appears as if their shadow is dancing seductively. Like an animation in the Bond films opening credits. However, social media opportunists have discovered how to remove the filter. Thereby revealing the poster's bare naked or partially clad bodies. Oh my gosh. The horror. (laughs) So these same women who are pissed at Instagram. Because they can't show their nipples are now mad at men for figuring out a way to see them naked on TikTok. Okay, all right. No problem, I'm with you, 100%. No problem. I mean, there's tutorials if you had TikTok. If I had TikTok, I would definitely... No, I better not say that. No, I think this is... You know what? This is horrific. And I just don't want to see it, okay? I just don't want to see it. This is ridiculous ridiculous it's creepy and gross and that's just the way it is (laughs) now according to some now some would say that hey women are always finding ways to make themselves victims and they shouldn't have been naked on the internet some would say that some would say hey you really wanted me to see it anyway. That's why you did it. Some would say that. Others would say, "You sick freak." I wanted to I wanted to show my individuality. I wanted to show that I am a female proud of my body behind this red filter and you have taken it to some sick angle you i can't take anymore well now i see where did you see the lady that got into a fight with uh lebron courtside so i mean they're letting fans into nba games now so this lady got into some row with lebron lebron tried to blow it off like oh i don't think they should have been kicked out i don't know maybe they had a couple two drinks and you know, uh, the guy and I had some words. She claims that uh, LeBron said something to her husband, and she got pissed at him, you know, mouthing off to her husband. So she started hollering at LeBron. And so they kicked her out. Agonizing. And LeBron's, oh, they should have kicked her out. You know, they had too much drink. And I miss the fan. I love having the fans there. Do you? Do you, LeBron? so anyway good news though is that this uh courtside karen who's gone viral and uh she now has uh been offered from cam soda uh an opportunity to do some porn right for free i know that's so nice of them (laughs) So, Juliana Carlos uh, stands to earn $50,000 if she appears on Cam Soda for an hour-long possibly triple X cam show. So, okay. I mean, is it worth 50 grand? You got into a fight with LeBron courtside. You got kicked out of the game and now you're being offered 50 grand to go on cam soda for a triple x cam show for an hour or so. Um, I would say I'm gonna make the bet that uh, yes, she does it but it's not gonna be triple x. And but she does it and absolutely cam soda makes their money back on that for 50 grand yeah she's getting naked the other female in the news (laughs) that i don't think would get naked for any amount of money well no that's not true let me rephrase uh she will get she will and has gotten naked for you know different things katie couric i'm talking about uh so we talked about her i think yesterday or the day before we talked about the new jeopardy fill-in hosts or whatever well now uh they're reporting that katie really wants the gig well she needs the gig (laughs) she wants to become the permanent you know jeopardy host good luck you better knock it out of the park baby because uh they're concerned i mean apparently the insider news on jeopardy is that you know we've got to find somebody to replace alex and it's got to be the right pick or the show's over i i don't think it is i think if you, you first of all you don't need someone like katie couric uh don't get talked into katie courig what you need to do is call me okay this little guest host thing is kind of a good idea brings people in we've talked about it before but uh you know let ken you know be the let ken be the anchor in between the guest hosts so you still have that you know comfort level of, you know, you have a week or two with Ken and then you bring in another guest host and you let the guest host do it and you promote the crap out of the guest hosts, whoever they are. You know, whether it's Aaron or uh you know, Aaron Rodgers or Katie Couric or Mom Billy, well whoever's gonna be the guest host, you promote the crap out of it on all your social medias and your promos and your commercials for that week. And then uh, you know the weeks that Ken Jennings is there, you don't necessarily have to promote it because he's just he's just the the comfort zone for Jeopardy. People are there; they're used to watching it. There you go, and you bring him back. Then you have to get someone who is not a superstar in their own right, not a star in their own deal. Katie's too big of a star, too well known, too set in her ways, and she—I mean, has she done anything really? since uh since her news thing that has been successful um, I, I don't think so uh you know she's done a couple of things a few things here and there, but not really anything that's anything to speak of right she's had her talk shows she had a couple of talk shows i mean the c b s evening news and then when she was doing you know the morning show that was those were her places and you know, I don't. You know, Jeopardy is not her place. Uh, dear Jeopardy people, call me and uh, we'll figure it out. But uh, it's not Katie. Sorry, Katie. Maybe if you go get in the fight with LeBron, somebody will give you some cash for going on their porn site. Mm. Then again, maybe they won't. So, have you decided whether you're going to get the vaccine or not for COVID-19? I I keep going back and forth uh one day i'm just ready to take the vax get the vaccine i'm ready to get the super flu shot i'm ready to get all the shots that i need to get at one time just sit down and take them all right now just give them to me and let me go home and i'll be you know i'll be hazy for a couple of days and then i'll be back back fighting and i keep going back and forth and then the next day i'm like no i do not want any of your shots okay no, in fact i'm just going to start smoking again is what's going to happen that's where i'm at <laughs> the vaccine or smoking that's where i'm at i mean i i don't know I, I don't know what to make of it i really don't it's so strange i mean i know that uh there's i keep hearing about all these challenges that we're having with the vaccine rollout but it certainly seems to be running pretty smooth uh if you want the vaccine you can get the vaccine uh you have to you know either go online or call and you know they don't take walk-ups if you walk up to the place that's you know giving vaccines out and you haven't made an appointment they just shoot you dead so if you want to be death by vaccine <laughs> guard that's how you do it you just show up at the vaccine place i know it sounds weird but that's what happens i mean i look i'm just telling you what i see uh so i mean you just make the appointment and then they tell you when to come if you're in the window or not in the window if you're you know when you reach the point of you being in the window they say hey come and get it and you drive up and you get it heck they've got the texas motor speedway here in fort worth open up looks like you know thousands of cars are pulling in there people are getting the vaccine they're talking about uh three or four different pharmacies in texas that are going to start getting them and walgreens wasn't one of them on the list i was really surprised about that but um those pharmacies are supposed to start receiving vaccines next week so the rollout is is still happening people are getting the vaccine uh in, in texas they talked about cbs uh heb good neighbor pharmacy and walmart will have the vaccine available. I really, no Walgreens in Texas. That's pretty that's surprising to me. I don't know why. It just, it just is. Anyway, I can't decide whether I want the vaccine or not. It's just such a strange place to be in. I know. I know. I can't, I can't really make up my mind whether I want it. And then I get an email. We hear reports of good things and bad things happening to different people. We saw the video of the one lady. Now, I know. It's One lady. I got it one lady that you know was uh you know in just she got the vaccine and uh you know she went into uncontrollably uncontrollable shaking and can't stop uh okay nobody wants to be that one person i know but As far as, you know, being extra sick or, you know, being, you know, having going through an illness with it, I mean, with the flu shots, we've all been, uh, and I say we've all, you know, I, I know that I have gotten a flu shot and then, you know, felt like I had the flu for a day, maybe day and a half, two days, something like that. And then, you know, you move on. But I got an email from uh, one of one of the listeners to Chewing the Fat, Jeremy, and he uh, reminded me that he uh, got the vaccine, the Pfizer vaccine, at his work. He said the first one, his arm was sore for a few days. The second one, which he claims here all of his coworkers had symptoms after the second one, uh, and some were pretty rough, according to Jeremy he claims that he took uh motrin before and after and wow man i mean you are really you are really going deep for painkillers when you have Mo- motrin how <laughs> <laughs> yeah, many motrin i have to No, nah, never mind uh, relief factor is, is all that i all that i need anyway i uh, said he felt fine uh until about until the next day right and then he said he started shaking uncontrollably i mean okay that's when you start thinking you're the one with the lady right now he said this went on for about 20 minutes and then uh he he said here it's pretty scary uh yeah because he saw the lady too that we showed during pat unleashed that was you know the shaking lady and you feel like oh i don't want to be her do thank you nobody wants to be her and you want to help her you want to hug her you want to stop it but nobody you know you, you don't want to be that person so when if it if you start shaking i mean you start to have a little you know little you're starting to freak out a little which you know apparently he was but after 20 minutes it stopped uh okay now he said it was kind of you know the nurse that gave him the shot (laughs) when he came up to get the shot said you know we're seeing more reactions than initially thought are you now if that's you hear that before you're getting the second shot you're already in it's too late in my in my view you're you're already there right i mean you're gonna you're getting the second shot if you hear that before the first shot maybe you don't get it so maybe the nurse maybe that's what the nurse says to the to the number two shotters you know we're seeing more reactions than we initially thought we would but roll up your shirt sleeve come here (laughs) because if you hear that before the first time you're sitting down you're going yeah you know this is round one and so to get this vaccine and, you know, let's get this COVID-19, get this get this immunity going. You know, we're seeing more reactions than we initially thought we would. Uh, but you still, uh, you know, we're giving you the first shot. Yeah, he's here for the first shot. Now, nah, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. Oh, yeah. Hey, before, before we wrap it up and I say goodbye, I wanted to see, hey, how it's going in Oregon. How you doing? Everything okay? I know that uh, measure 110 went into effect this week so the decriminalizing uh you know of uh, hard drugs such as did i say that right decriminalizing of hard drugs such as uh you know uh, everything like such as you know heroin cocaine methamphetamine oxycodone um uh, you know they are all um decriminalized i know uh small amount, small amounts of the hard drug uh just as a civil violation uh, look you can pay the hundred dollar fine Or I would love to see and hear from someone who took the health assessment to avoid the $100 fine. It's a 24-7 phone service that will help determine what services the individual might need. So I would love to have the question. We've got to find that out. I've got to find out if it's just a strict questionnaire that they go through. Or if they actually have professionals on the other end of that phone, I find that hard to believe since that would be an expensive proposition. And I know they're going to be paying for this from the cannabis tax, but that's still an expensive proposition to have someone manning a phone line 24-7 to answer or to ask questions to help determine what services an individual might need it's got to be just a straight read uh and if he answered yes to 10 questions he needs uh he definitely needs uh, help so small amounts of less than one gram of heroin or mdma two grams of cocaine or meth oh that's nice wow that's that's nice 12 grams of mushrooms 40 doses of LSD or oxycodone or meth. <laughs> that is awesome. I mean, horrible. Horrible, and if people are walking around with this kind of stuff, uh you should get help and call the 24-hour 7 phone service helpline. So, I mean, people suffering from addiction are more effectively treated with healthcare services than with criminal punishments. We all know that, right? So a healthcare approach includes the health assessment to figure out the needs of the people who are suffering from addiction. And it includes connecting them to the services they need. So if they decide that Billy needs help from this particular place, what happens if Billy decides, you know what, I don't need to worry about it. I have my LSD, oxycodone, methamphetamine mushrooms cocaine and heroin and i'll be fine so uh it's going to be fascinating to see what happens and this is coming this is coming to a place near you soon if you don't live in oregon i mean busts are up all over the country uh even you know during the the pandemic uh because i know look They're busting. The drug busts are at record highs. I don't know if that will continue now that with this under this new administration. But uh, wow, we will. uh, We'll see if that actually holds true. Is what they believe in Oregon. Because if that holds true for even just a little bit of time, that will happen across America. You can count on it. You can count on them saying, ah, it was only a gram of heroin. Ah, it was only a couple grams of cocaine. Ah, don't worry about it. It was just a couple of grams of meth. Don't worry about it. Get out of here. Why are you worried about Stop your whining, Mr. Pure Talk.